All right, Anthony on Air podcast back for another episode, and we have a whole slew of topics for you on this show. NFTs, non-fungible tokens. Going to explain it. I'm going to tell you how crazy it's getting. Fungible. Uh, well, easy. Don't. Hey, we don't want to get flagged by uh, YouTube. You know, easy with the language there, Frank. Uh, CPAC and Hyatt and Trump and everything else in there. Talking Megyn Kelly. Cuomo Sausage and the Golden Globes. It's all brought to you by our good pals over at Hero Soap Company. Link in the description below. Grab some Hero Soap. More on those guys in a second. So non-fungible tokens, my friend. Do you know what that is? Well, let's see. To funge something, <laughs> if you're fungible. When was the last time you had a good funge, Frank? Huh? It's been a while. I think Coney Island was the last time. <laughs> They make a nice funge. <laughs> what the hell is a funge? Funge is very close to funge in Italian, which is like, I don't know. How would you describe food? Like, we always say, like, you make like a funge face. Like, you go, like, you know. Like a sphinge? Like, yeah, like you squish your face, makes like a funge. Just, I don't know. No, I never heard of funge. Sorry. Yeah. I'm Italian. I don't know what you're talking about. Non-fungible tokens. So this is sort of this new thing that's kind of on the outskirts of cryptocurrency. This is the thing that I was wanting to, oh, here we go. to talk about for a long time. It's on the outskirts of cryptocurrency. And it's making, there's a lot of news being made in the NBA world because there's this uh, NBA thing. I think it's called Top, I forget what it's called. I'll find it. It's another made up word that nobody knows what the hell it's called. The top shot, of- top shot. What is that? All right. This is what they're doing. This is what a non-fungible token is. Say that. Say just say that, Frank. It's kind of fun to say. Non- non-fungible token, as opposed to a fungible token. Right. Okay. Some tokens very fungible. Very fungible. Only the best tokens. These are non-fungible what? tokens. Okay. What is a non-fungible token? Non-fungible token is a special type of cryptographic token which represents something unique. Non-fungible tokens are thus not mutually interchangeable. This is in contrast to cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin and many network or utility tokens that are fungible in nature. So a Bitcoin, right? There's you, even though you can't physically hold one, you can you can physically represent it like here's like this this is a soap like this is it always represents what it represents and it can't change can't change right similar to to money like we like a dollar is a dollar even though you know like the worth can't change or the worth can change but what it represents it means that there's an actual thing there like there's it's so okay so cryptocurrency that is non-fungible refers to actual currency that exists somewhere no it's no not no. just a cryptocurrency is a fungible token meaning it's fungible meaning it doesn't have to exist in reality no you're misinterpreting meaning that if i if i own a bitcoin right i own that bitcoin it is unique there are there are no other bitcoin i feel like full metal jacket <laughs> there are many bitcoins out there but this one is mine this one is mine <laughs> Whereas a non-fungible token, there could be multiples. So let me give you an example. If there's a LeBron James rookie card, like a physical rookie card, they make how many of those in a year? 
I don't know. A hundred? A thousand? Yeah, okay. That is a non-fungible item because even though you can say you have the LeBron James rookie card, there is a thousand of them. Does that make sense? Okay. But if only one of them existed, it's fungible? Correct. So if they made one... So even though it... Even though it is one photo, right? At one design above it, right? It there's there's multiple versions of it. That's a non-fungible token. So So it doesn't mean that it, all it means is that it's a one of a kind thing. But that there's multiple copies. Non-fungible it's not one of a kind. is multiple copies. All right, let me oh, give you an example. One of a kind of thing, yeah. Let me give you an example. Okay. So this NBA Top Shot company, this is what oh. they do. They're selling basically virtual digital basketball cards in the form of highlights. So what they do is they come out and they go, LeBron James' most famous slam dunk. Let's, or let's say Michael Jordan's like running up through the air, right? Remember his big famous slam dunk? Right, right, right. We are going to release... 75 of these, right? And we are going to sell them on the internet. Okay. Right? So the dunk, which you could see on TV and you can see on YouTube, there'll be an actual digital version of the dunk that you can purchase and you can own and hold, right? And that's, okay. that's what... that You're basically holding an NFT, a non-fungible token. I own the 33rd version of Michael Jordan's dunk. Okay. So what would make it fungible? If there was only one such item. Okay. Like a bitcoin. I own I own this bitcoin with this serial number. There are no okay. other bitcoins like this this is the bitcoin. This is it. Why don't they just call it like unique and not unique, you know, fungible? It's not even a verb. Because you know when we're making crazy shit up, you got to make it something that you don't understand right away. Fungible. So now you're probably thinking to yourself, well, who would want to buy a highlight, right, of something yeah. that multiple people could buy? That you it can make it. Why can't that be copied a million times? And who cares? And why would anybody want it? Why can't it? Well, it, well, it can be copied. You can look at it elsewhere. But the actual non-fungible token, the actual one that you buy is unique you do buy that one thing even though there's you know that there's 75 of them you know which one you own out you so you could have one of 75 you can have 10 right. of 75. no i get that but in order for someone to in order for in my opinion in order for something to be valuable it's got to be something that people are interested in people want yes yes okay so why would anybody want a clip of something they could see literally anywhere? I don't know. Okay. There we go. A little <laughs> on the same page. <laughs> I don't know, but I will tell you this. That some of these clips are going for ridiculously insane amounts of money. It's not like you're, you're getting a license for this clip and you, and you own the rights to it. You're just getting a clip. Right, exactly. So it is legitimately like, think of it like a digital card, like a basketball card or a baseball card. It, that's literally what it is. 
you don't own the rights to print Michael Jordan stuff. You don't own, you know, you don't own any of that, but you yeah. own the actual card. You just have it in physical form. Now you don't have it that you can hold it and grab it, but you have it in a digital version. I get that. But baseball cards were something unique, came out one time. They, you can't make, more. you know, it's not like you can go home and if you make another one, it's going to lose, you know, it's, you can't really copy a baseball card. It had well, value because it's unique. You can, but though. This, you can, yeah, you because can, there was a ton of times where, like, it would be, you know, 1985, and they would come out with the 1936 Honus Wax. They would do a reproduction of the 1936 Right, a reproduction, but it's not the same as the original. Correct. So this is like saying... There is still an original. An of, here's an episode of Seinfeld. It's like owning a DVD of Seinfeld, where you can watch it anywhere but you have a DVD copy. Right. So what the fuck? Why do I want that? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I have it, but it does not worth anything. Why do you want it? Excellent question. Is there something special that comes with it? Like you get like a behind the scene thing, you get stats, you get all this stuff like you would get on a baseball card. Let's take a look. See, uh, the top shop website, and how many did you buy is my next question. Oh, how many did I buy? Yeah. I haven't bought one yet. Okay. So I'm worried about yet. it. Yet. Top Shot website, which started just a few months ago, five months after its launch, the platform says it has over 100,000 buyers and nearly $250 million in sales. Okay. Suckers. The majority of sales take place in the site's peer-to-peer -peer marketplace with the NBA getting a royalty on every single sale. The volume is rapidly rising. February has seen sales totaling $198 million, heading for a five-fold increase from their January sales, which was $44 million. Each collectible has a unique serial number with a guaranteed scarcity and protected ownership guaranteed by blockchain the site says when you own number 23 of 49 of a lebron james dunk you're the only person in the world who does the biggest transaction to date took place on february 22nd when a user paid two hundred and eight thousand dollars for a lebron james slam dunk two hundred and eight why would i want one because somebody just sold one for $208,000. All right. This is a Frankie C. Buck. It's number 21. <laughs> it's a little backwards on the, on the thing, but it's, it's forward in real life. I, I'll sell this for 100 bucks. This is the only one. Number 21. No one else is going to have number 21. Office fans right now and their heads are going. This is a shrewd buck. That's what they're yes. saying. <laughs> I don't remember that, but yes. This is a Frankie C dollar. What you want it? Say? 100 bucks worth? guaranteed. You get number 21 and it's yours. That's basically how I see this. Well, it's interesting because that was the NBA example. So Top Shot is the company that is producing these things. And you're saying to yourself, why would anybody want this? This is incredibly stupid. But yeah. why would anybody want a LeBron James basketball card? It's kind it's of different. stupid and childish until you turn around and start selling the thing for a million bucks. And then all of a sudden you create a whole market where people are running around the country trying to find 
old rare cards. It's yeah, but what you're selling isn't rare. You're selling a clip of something that can be seen literally anywhere. Okay, but I can see a picture or I could turn on the news and see a picture of that card. Yes. I can go online and see a picture of the card. You can still see the card everywhere. You're getting caught up on what it actually is, but it's really, it's creating a market. But a what, lot of the value that comes from like a baseball card is what shape it's in. Is it because there's like, like a Mickey Mantle rookie card. How many of those in perfect shape are there? Right. Yeah. And it, this is going to guaranteed to be in perfect shape forever. So, so you're basically saying all, it's better than the old baseball cards. I get it. No, it's worse because the others aren't going to depreciate in value. They're all going to be the same value. Number 23 is going to be the same value as number 92 because it's the exact same thing. If I have baseball card number 23 and baseball card number 92, baseball card number 92 might have dog shit on it, but it's gonna, this number 23 is going to be worth way more because I got an autograph on it or something. Let's go into the art world. Okay. A Miami-based art collector named Pablo Rodriguez. He spent $67,000 on a 10-second video artwork that was available to watch online for free. Last week, he sold the exact 10-second clip for $6.6 million. Come on. This is a flower that I just drew. Again, it's the only one around. You're not going to see a duplicate of this. 25 bucks. It's yours. Let us know in the comments below if you want the Frankie C $25 flower. Uh, so I get the, I get, you know, I guess there's a market for almost anything out there. There's a market for almost anything. And this is the next thing. And they're using blockchain technology. We've talked about cryptocurrencies and blockchain. People in the comments, by the way, were like, can you keep talking about blockchain? Because I don't get it. And I don't want here's we're, we're seeing another another skew of this. Probably it's a certificate of authenticity is basically what it is. That's basically what the blockchain does in this particular instance. It makes sure that that piece is authenticated. Absolutely. But Absolutely. I feel like there's something different with a physical object and a virtual object in terms of uh the value because when it's a physical object there's nostalgia there's you know it's been lived it's been it's been you know it has experience whatever it is whatever the thing is mm -hmm. it's been around for a hundred years in the world mm -hmm. if i have a file like it's almost like i get a song and it's on my you know, on my uh you know itunes or whatever the hell that's it's just a song it's a copy of a song it's 99 yeah. cents yep I mean, what the hell? Well, I, you know, I, I, I would assume that music is going to start doing this too, because, you know, you can stream a song anywhere, but imagine buying one of 50 Beatles original NFT albums. Original. I'm I mean, just because I'm saying not like, original though. Yeah, but at some point the Beatles. Oh, at first some time point, it's been uploaded to whatever the hell this thing is. At some so. point, Paul's gonna wake up and say, "Hold on a second, wait." Actually, let's Beatles. This is a bad example. At some point, Gene Simmons is gonna wake up and go, "Hold on a second, <laughs> you're telling me there's a place where I can make a couple more bucks off of the same yeah, old maybe. shit I've been peddling since '77." I mean, it's just another medium for the thing. I guess it's like. 
All right, the first time it's on an album, the first time it's on a CD. I agree, but what's crazier? What is crazier? Box sets and limited edition prints with their autograph. Like it's the same thing. The only difference is, is this is digital, and there's no physical. There's no physicality to it at all. I get that, but it's no more ridiculous and stupid than some of the old. Like collecting baseball cards feels normal to us because it's just been around for so long. Yeah, and then put baseball cards. You could display them. You could, uh, you know, show I can display this. How you could put it online. You could share it on social media. You could. I could do the same thing off of YouTube. Yeah, yeah, but you won't. You won't actually have it. I could download it, but you won't actually have the actual physical thing that's worth money. It's it's like it's like if you got fake paper money. I know, but it's a, they're only saying it, it's only worth money because the blockchain. The group of people are saying it's worth. It, no, it's worth money. It's worth money because somebody's willing to pay for it. Which I don't get. I mean, literally out of nothing, somebody and I don't know who created this thing, and all of a sudden you got a group of people that are like, "I'll buy that. I'll pay for that." Yeah, probably Scott Funge. I uh, made this whole thing up. <laughs> Mr. Funge, you have been promoted. And here's the crazy part. I mean, we're obviously talking about it because it's it's talk worthy. It's newsworthy. You pay $67,000 for something and then you flip it for $6.6 million. I don't care what it is. That's a story. You know what I mean? And yeah. as more of our type of shows, you know, the news, social media, whatever, starts spreading this stuff around, you create an even more insane market. I just said it five Can times. Can we sell this show? Copies of this show? Like if someone wanted to buy this episode, we're only making 100 copies that you can own. That might be the best thing that you have ever said to me. This might be the smartest thing that has ever come out of your mouth. That's said can we, can we do that <laughs> i mean it's available everywhere you can hear it everywhere but if you want to own a non-fungible token yeah if you want to actually own this episode you could buy it your copy it'll be yours no funges involved mm-hmm. funge free it, it's not funge worthy i mean think about how do you know mitch hedberg the comedian mitch hedberg he died, I don't even know how many years ago. His stuff is on fire around the internet. Could you imagine if you could actually buy and own the copy? Yeah. yeah. Now, uh, so how do we funge the show? How do we yeah. funge this up? Yeah. <laughs> give us, give it time. We'll do it. We usually do. We'll funge it? Yeah. Now, here's what's crazy, though. What upsets me about this is, like, for instance, the NBA. I feel like if you... And maybe we'll get there one day. I feel like if you buy this, you don't own the rights to license it. Which right? Can I play it and like, you know how you're not supposed to broadcast stuff without cons- written consent and all that crap. Mm-hmm. Can I now do that with whatever I buy as a non fungible whatever the hell? They will see in the NBA's case, they own the rights still. It still That's belongs to them. You can't license it out. So what the hell are you gonna do with it? And they can show it. They can show their own. So they, it's like it's not like it's not like when they go and put the highlight on ESPN that somebody's got to kick back ten cents to you. It doesn't work like that. I mean, what it all exists on your computer. Like, where do you keep it? Yeah, you buy I mean, some for millions of dollars. You, I mean, it's vulnerable. No, it's not like it's in your safe in your house. 
It's on your computer, probably. It's on your computer. I'm sure you would back you it gotta up. Back it up. I mean, is it back upable? I I would believe so. And also, like with the blockchain, you can't make a copy of it. No, that's true. But with the blockchain, it would it would verify that it's yours. So, you know, like even oh, if, like you, if someone stole it, it's not right. in their name. It's your right. That's why the blockchain is better than regular money. Somebody, All right, I'm in. Let's funge it up. Let's funge up some stuff. So that's what NFTs are, and these are these are the insane stories that are coming out of it. It was a lot of NBA talk because they were, you know, obviously guys are talking about this, and, and, and it's basketball and it's sports and whatever. But this is, I mean, legitimately the first time, like the art world. Could you imagine sixty-seven thousand to six point six million dollars? Anything that brings more attention to the art world, I am for because I, you know, I. For a long time, I, I draw, I paint, you know that. Mm -hmm. But I've always been stumped on how to turn whatever I do into any, anything. Where, you know, I've, d I've done murals for people. And I've tried to turn my art into some kind of lucrative thing. And it's never, I never just followed through with it. So anytime any kind of money is thrown into the art community, I love it. You should start funging your art. I think my art could be fungeworthy. Yeah, it might, it might be fungeworthy. <laughs> <laughs> tell me again why you I think, think this show is funge worthy tell me again why you think your art is funge worthy run down your case for me again and the sideburns yeah i told you i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna do something about that <laughs> i think that was no no it was i thought maybe that was bob odenkirk but I, he was in one of those episodes yeah no no classic seinfeld callback yeah so that's uh that's basically it uh christie's has launched the first ever sale of digital art a collage of five thousand pictures also by beeple that's the guy whose art got sold for 6.6 .6 million dollars uh, beeple beeple b-e-e-p-l-e -E -E. um, bids for the work have hit three million dollars already and the sale is due to close Lord. march 11th i wonder if it's vector based or if it's like just this big and you can't you can't put it on anything. I don't know. You can only look at it this big. But this makes me feel this this to me makes me feel like uh Hesh trucks. You know you know the Hesh trucks? Sure. I got a bunch of those. I got a ton of them too. I my parents bought for me, my grandparents, then my parents. My, I got kids now. We're buying it for them. Hundred years from now, the first twenty will be worth something. And that's exactly what it is. That's what, that was my point, is that somebody sold the 1975 one, you know, for a ton of money, and then everybody's grandmother went out and started buying it for them. And then it just became this family thing, because now we do it for our kids now, knowing full well these things aren't worth nothing. Oh, no, they play with them. They play with them, exactly, exactly. And it's just, it's just garbage, but that's what happens. These bubbles burst, and then you're just left with, it's just why did I? Why am I doing this? Why did I buy this stupid thing? Yeah, but this is a big bubble. This is millions and millions. Yeah. Right now, it's a it's a super hot bubble. This is like getting in on Bitcoin when it was like fifty cents, and now it's fifty thousand dollars a coin. But now, is this something that should have been gotten into weeks ago, and now the bubble is bursting because it's so popular? So it's a great great question because like we went from we we fivefold increased from January to February. It's just think about I want everybody in the comments, whether you're wherever you're listening from, tweet us, Instagram. Is this the first time you've heard about NFTs or is this the second or third time? It's Frank's first time. Yep. All right. I've, I've told five or six people about NFTs and they've never oh, heard of it. Sorry. 
<laughs> trying to line up investors at first. The hell, man. You're not my go-to money, man. Sorry, buddy. Why not? <laughs> I have coat racks. <laughs> you no, think that I'm... was cheap, that coat rack? No, it probably wasn't. But my point is, is there's 300 million people in the United States of America. The amount of people that know about this right now is probably minuscule. I mean, I would well, guess. Now, thanks to this show. I would guess dozen. now is still a good time to get in. But mm-hmm. what what do you get in on? I don't know. The art world seems good. But is it digital art or is it like I paint something and then upload it? to whatever the hell this thing is i don't know how you would be a provider yeah a con as far as content provide i don't know yeah who's providing this content well you know the nba artists i don't know i don't know how what it's like you know all right i don't know that much about it just yeah i just know that people are making a ton of money on it token non-fungible token casus belly this ton this token is non-fungible I don't know, man, but I'm in. Let's let's just more crap that'll that'll get people nuts and make money, lose money. It's just another, it's just another freaking thing that everybody's gonna go nuts about and it'll lose steam. And it's the stock market all over again. It's everything. It's just same same shit. Yeah, you just got to be one of the few that get in on the ground floor and make some money off of it, and then once it dives, you're out. That's exactly it. My only I don't thing think is. We made it. If you heard about it on this show just now, you're probably too late. And you made no, and you made money off of it. Let's kick something back for your old pal Ant and Frank. Let's do a little something. I'm not Maybe saying buy some hero soap with that money. Yeah, there you go. Buy some hero soap or throw us a couple hundred bucks as a tip. You know, be classy about it. I wasn't being selfish. I was just saying buy some hero soap. No, I want a five hundred dollar check. If you make like if you make ten grand off of this, I want a five hundred dollar check. I'm telling you that right now. You think there's non-fungible whatever the hell is that are like five bucks? Yeah. There's all kinds of things. At this point, as we speak, there are people that are trying to make money off of this. Forget the ones that are trying. Because you got the people that are buying. And then you got the people like you, you kind of what you were just saying. I was like, how do I create something that somebody will buy? There's thousands of them right now that are probably doing Right. But the only ones that are worth anything are the ones that are blockchain, right? I mean, if I make something... I'd have to get it blockchain somehow. You'd have to put, yeah, you'd have to, you'd have to put that digital UPC or certificate of authenticity for lack of a better term on it. So now who does that? I know I can't do that. The people who run whatever the hell thing this is, nonfungible.com or whatever. You got to call some, I'll I'll tell you, you know where the business is in all of this? The people who run blockchains. The, the people who write code verify all this stuff they're the ones that are forget bitcoin breaking it in baby exactly forget when you i forget what they call that but when you build when you invest in the business that other businesses are built on top of that's they all when need you, you yep yep exactly sons of bees exactly so if you're into the non-fungible tokens please let us know comments twitter instagram yeah Facebook. if we misunderstood something or we don't know what we're talking about fill us in if you bought something non-fungible we would love to hear about it yeah we'd love to hear about your experience yeah we'll have you on the show fund us up fund us up at uh com. i you know i was gonna i wanted to do a special episode on this but it just like these stories continue to break and i, I didn't want to ignore them anymore without talking about it 
because I do like being the first to tell people about something. Sure. Um, but I was gonna line up a fung expert. I'm sure we could still find one if you want. If you're curious about it, throw them on the end of the show one day. I'm in. Uh, what the hell? Yeah. We very rarely have experts on this show. That's true. So bring them on. JSABs is our only expert, and she's only an expert in in causing uh, sexual harassment meetings. I mean, you got to be an expert in something. That's 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 one more than we are. Let's not take it away from her. Uh, let's talk about uh, CPAC and the Hyatt as we move along here. Uh, cancel culture, Frankie C. Uh, what? People are trying to cancel the Hyatt in Orlando, Florida, the Hyatt Regency, because they hosted CPAC. Now, on the this last episode... It's not about cancel culture. You get, it's, it's, this is wrong. You're, it's miscategorized. Hang on. Hang on. Go on ahead. the last episode, you... And, and we're going to get into this with Megan Kelly, too. On the last episode, you said to me, I said the left sometimes takes things too far and they get too crazy and out of control. And you were like... Which is why I'm not 100%... I'm not crazy, crazy, crazy. You know, these extreme right. left. Right. Like this, doesn't, but it's not cancel. It's, it's I'm not frequenting that, that place anymore. I know, but when, cancel. when the you... People are still going to go there. Conservatives will go there. They'll have business. No one's canceling them. Uh, cancel is just another way of saying to hold accountable. That's all. If you don't, if they still make money, they still make money. It doesn't mean they're canceled. Yeah, but in this particular case, CPAC, they, they hold this, this, and the CPAC stands for Conservative Political Action Conference. Okay? Yeah. They have one every year or so. Right. And Hyatt Regency agrees to, to do it. Okay. They couldn't have it at a, another lawn care place? <laughs> they were all booked up? <laughs> Is that what we're saying? Just ask him. Four seasons uh, long yeah. care. Yeah, I think What's they the were problem? taken. <laughs> Morons. Sorry, God. <laughs> we should look into Hyatt Regency long care and see if they're available. That I'm sure been a... there's one out there. <laughs> Hope they don't get canceled. Oh, my goodness. Anyway, so... They started trending over the weekend because the, the conference was Friday, Saturday, Sunday. They started trending and I go look it up and every next comment is like one insane thing after a next. And then people were canceling their reservations there. And they're, so that's they're right. They could do that. They're posting that. I agree. They can do it. My point is is that it gets so out of control so it's not just because wait just because a few people say cancel cancel doesn't mean it's going to be canceled it's someone says it and then other people might go along with it and say all right i'm not going there anymore but the majority of the time the stuff does not get canceled maybe you're right i'm just saying it's it, it when it when it gets out of control and then it starts trending on twitter and then people legitimately start encouraging other people to do it, it gets, it's canceled. That's what cancel culture is. And in this particular case, like this bothers me to no end because there's a, say what you will about president Trump. Okay. But there's nothing wrong with conservative people. They're okay. That's people. Fine. Yeah. Which is fine. But more important than that. Wait, yeah, can I, can fine. I make another point? Go ahead. 
we're coming off of maybe the roughest year economically for a lot of businesses. Sure. Okay. And here's a hotel that I'm sure could revel in the fact that people are going to be frequenting their establishment. And I guarantee you in three weeks, people are going to forget Hyatt posted this thing and no one's you're probably right you're probably right but you got to acknowledge that there's something wrong with the fact that normal average people with like-minded ideas are getting together they shouldn't be subject i'm not talking about you know uh the the kkk like i i feel like the, the hyatt got the kkk treatment because of the whole conservative thing which is crazy getting it they're only getting it from a few people who are yelling cancel. Not everybody's yelling cancel. Nobody cares if a Hyatt hosts a play a thing. They're doing what they do. They're running their business. But it's up to the person, to the individual, to say I'm either going to go to a Hyatt or I'm not going to go to a Hyatt. I don't care or I do care. It's just so this whole just because someone yells cancel doesn't mean you have to cancel. But it's not someone. I'm, I mean, you're talking about tens of thousands. Some people agree of people Those that people are agree. like out for blood because a hotel chain wants to like host a conference. Like if that's insane behavior, that's insane behavior. Yeah. This is the but, kind of, this is the kind of behavior that when the KKK used to show up somewhere, people reacted this way and that's an appropriate response. And now it's a, a, a conference that happens every single year and people are responding the same exact way. That's utter insane behavior to have happen to a hotel chain. But by the way, and before you hit me with the, it's the Hyatt, like they're going to be just fine. Yeah, but I didn't hit you with that corporately. I'm sure people are thinking that corporately. I'm sure they're going to be fine. But, you know, Jim, the hotel director and Sally, the marketing person down there, you know, like they're they were affected by this past year. I'm sure that they were ecstatic the day it came down that they landed the CPAC conference and they could have people there, you know, uh, you know, patronizing their establishment. I mean, that's amazing. Plus all the other mom and pop pizza places and restaurants and whatever that were sending food over and catering and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, like it's the people it's, it's a, all right, would you say there's three over 300 million people in America? Yeah. If, you know, 20,000 people are saying cancel the Hyatt, they're going to be fine. I understand they're going to I understand they're going to be fine. You know, I know I know what you say, but it's their right to say it's like it's not cancel, it's boycott. Right? Yeah. Same thing. So, they want to boycott because they hosted a, a organization that doesn't but this is this is view. coming from the same group of people that want to have all this inclusivity and everybody's the same and we're all equal unless you vote against me, in which case rotten hell. And I hope that your establishment it, goes out of business. I don't think they, they see it as the. I get it. it like you, the, you can hate on President Trump all you want. That's fine with me. You know, I, I understand that. But. You can't like, again, it's not enough to just be against him. You got to take down the hotel chain that sponsors the event that has no control, by the way, over who gets invited to speak. Like, it's crazy. Well, I, I'm guessing their goal is that 
no reputable place will host it and it will damage the, the CPAC, you know, in the future. That's probably there. Just like when you boycott something, they just want it. I know that. To, but... So then what's that's their goal. I mean, if if they're strong, if CPAC is strong and I strong, they'll be, you know, they'll they'll move on from this. They'll maybe take a hit, maybe not. And it'll be fine. They'll, they'll move past it. They are. They're going to move on from it. They're going to be just fine. It's just... just because someone's someone calls out something for whatever reason doesn't mean it's canceled. Everybody all of a sudden goes up. Oh, Cancel culture. No. They just point they're just saying I disagree with something. Once you disagree with something doesn't mean you're looking to cancel it. It means you know, I disagree with it. Again, here, here let's bring in J Sabs, who I, I tend to disagree with on a lot of things. Okay, so we got J Sabs in the middle <laughs> of the do? conversation. Yes. What are we what are we canceling again? Everything. If you don't like it, cancel it. You're talking How do you about, feel about uh People going um, after the Hyatt in Florida because they hosted the CPAC, the the God the thing, and I'm making the point that people it's just it's it's insane. That's right. usually how everybody feels about it. So it, we're gonna move on, and nobody's gonna care in a week or two. We'll move you on. You don't feel that way, Frank, or you do? What? You hate cancel culture, or you agree with it? Depends on what it is. Okay. I don't. I don't think it should be. It's but, not, okay, let thing. me it's ask you a question. Culture. It's not cancel. Everybody labels it can cancel culture immediately. As soon as someone disagrees with something and they call it out, they go, oh, cancel culture. Like, no, I'm just pointing something yeah. out. Then they're but no, here's the broad, canceled. Here's the broad <laughs> stroke of it's canceled. Here comes That's cancel culture. Yeah, but you know what? I'll say, okay, all right, so let me give you an example. I was telling somebody, canceled. I was telling somebody I know about the pdq thing and i was like yeah we went there because we went to uh chick-fil-a and they go you went to that racist hellhole and i went oh my god yeah i don't i don't know if that's i was like i, I know there was like a whole that's thing so but 2014 people feel that way and so that's the same thing that's going to happen with this brand people are going to be like they hosted the whole yeah, thing how's and chick-fil-a doing by the way just fine i'm sure i think they're doing so, all right oh yeah yeah, so it's not cancel culture as much as it's there are certain people who choose not to frequent an establishment. I know, but you're saying just because going on for just because these people aren't going to succeed doesn't mean what they're doing is is wrong. It's, no, but all it means is that people are just telling other people, "I'm not going to this place because I disagree with it." And that's been happening for hundreds of years. It's called boycotting. It's, it's I understand I understand that, but you have to here's my point. God. The gauge in which we measure these things. Everybody has their own. It's way out of whack. It's Frank. Everybody it's, has their own. It's way someone out of goes whack. On, how many times goes on social media and says, cancel this. It's up to you to go. Why? Yeah. But how many times where like, you know, back in the day, people, somebody would do a show, right? Or somebody would say something and it would be really offensive or really horrible. And people would be like, oh, they should lose their job. And then it would game steam, blah, blah, blah. Do you know how many times in the comment section people go, you should be fired or you shouldn't say this or you should this? It's like every three episodes we have somebody like bitching us happens? out for something else. And what happens? We ignore it. It goes away. We don't care. Because no, but I think I think what he's trying to say is like people immediately jump to just go, OK, cancel them. It's out of control. It's not what happens usually. Sometimes it yes. does. Sometimes it does. But it all depends on the company. 
the the backlash they're getting you know it's it's a lot of things involved you can't it's if i went online and said i'm gonna boycott uh i don't know uh snapple because of blah 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 nobody could listen to me or everybody could listen to me it's just me it's just because social media exists now it's just people could hear can have more access to what my opinion is yeah that's the only difference between now and a hundred years ago when people boycotted stuff for whatever reason it's just weird. So let, let's talk. Let's move this because it's almost the same the same topic. And we're going to talk Cuomo sausage in a little bit. So glad that oh, Janine popped yes. on for that. And also we're going to find out who won the Golden Globes bet that we never made. But we'll just I've see who, results right here, by who actually picked the most winners during the Golden Globes. I'm watching Bill Maher on Friday night. I'm going to guess you guys missed that one. I'm liberal. <laughs> I don't watch him. I'm not, I'm not a fan. You don't? You're not a I fan of not. Bill Maher? No, I am very surprised at that. I am surprised Why? at that because he's a liberal. Because this is, yeah, so he's a Democrat. I have my own opinion. I don't have to follow just, every liberal on the planet. He's very funny. I don't and... like Bill Maher. I don't, you know, he's always he has the, the corniest material. I don't think he's very. Funny. Oh, I think he's funny. I think he's got some funny stuff. He, he sells jokes that are so old. Cancel like, him. Cancel him. Yep, it's easiest. Cancel, yeah. See, if I went online and said cancel him, three people would go sure. And yeah. the rest of the world would go, no, never. And then it'd be over. All right. So Bill Maher was something legitimate. Bill Maher. Yeah. By the way, I agree with you on the corny thing. Like some of his stuff, some of the new rules, like I, I, I'm like, eh, you know, but anyway, he says, he says a line that the audience applauds and then it's like, oh, wow, what a genius. And it makes the, it's like he comes the, the lines are not that. I, I, I think I'm he's sorry. an interesting guy. I think he does an interesting show anyway. So he's traditionally a Democrat, very, very liberal guy. Is he? <laughs> yeah. So he's got he's got Megan Kelly on, and I had a rare twenty Ooh. minutes where I actually got to own my own television in my house with my five year old and my three year old. I don't know what they were off doing, but I was like, I'm gonna sit and watch TV on the middle of a you know Sunday afternoon. So I'm watching, and I like it when he has uh, conservatives on because I feel like it's a good honest conversation. Like, hey, you got a traditionally liberal guy, sure. like get a conservative guy. He uh, usually mixes it up. It's great. I think he does a really nice job most of the time. He has Megyn Kelly on. Megyn Kelly pulled her kids out of their New York City school. Okay. And she starts explaining the reasons why. And we, Frank, we had this conversation about left culture going too too far on Friday. So when the actual, when Bill Maher's show was actually airing, we were having this exact conversation. Okay. And Bill Maher says something that I said and definitely felt. I don't know if I said it this exact way, which is. Oh, let me hear this. I can't believe when you. It's weird. But in the last six months to a year, I find myself defending conservative people more like I find myself on a certain side of an issue like potato head and all these other things and I go I can't believe I'm on this side that's how out of control liberal people have gotten on some of these things like I like you know for the most part I would be like yeah, okay I get it screw those people you don't like them and you don't you don't you want to boycott their product go ahead but it's gotten so out of control that I find myself on the other side of it and I'm watching Bill Maher with Megyn Kelly and he literally says those exact words he's like I can't believe I'm on this side of this issue <laughs> but this is what she was saying she she said that she goes the schools are very very left and she's like i don't even care she's like i'm a conservative right kind of middle right conservative 
whatever lane she said she was in. And uh, she expects the schools to be a certain, you know, whatever. But she said that it's gotten completely out of control. She said that they did a three-week experimental trans education program. And she said this was in her son's third grade class. And she said something that really kind of was like, it hit me. She said it wasn't about support, which is, again, what we were talking about the other day with Potato Head, where it's like you want to support those people <clears throat> that want to tra you know, transition, right? She says it wasn't about support. She said it felt more like they were trying to convince the kids. Yeah. That trans. I've heard that before. And, and, and not so having. That, that trans what? That, that transitioning was natural, like not natural, but like they were almost like they were trying to convince the kids like, hey, trans, like they, you talk about it so much. They're in the third grade. Like, what are they going to start thinking? So then wait, listen to this. She says that they developed this like system where the, the boys in the school could say, could raise their hands you would raise your hand, you would put one finger up or you put two fingers up to say how confused you were when they were <laughs> discussing whatever they were discussing. This is okay. in the third grade. Right, Wait, third they were, grade, they were talking about a trans program in third grade? They were doing this experimental yeah. trans education thing. They weren't know? talking about. Well, I don't know what they were talking about. I don't know if they were talking about basically her point was or anything. It wasn't that if a kid was feeling a certain way, they could go and speak to somebody or whatever, and there would be this welcoming environment or this, uh, you know, education amongst the kids about, you know, this is what kind of happens, you know, and this and that. It was more like, hey, everybody, you know, uh, trans is this and that and, and they were kind of explaining it in a way where it was almost like they felt like they were trying to convince them oh you know what i'm saying instead of convince like them what instead of like welcoming them or or being supportive if something like that were to arise because i don't know if what kids, do you mean by convince them convincing them meaning like here's what it's here's what trans is all about and this is you know, this is how it works and this is what it is. So if you're thinking this way, then, you know, maybe you're trans. If you're thinking this, then maybe you're trans. If you're thinking this, maybe you're trans. and you got a third grader going, um, I don't know. And they're all raising their hands doing the I'm confused finger thing, you know, and it's like maybe that's a bit much for a third. You grader. think? I don't know what the right now for a third for grader, but, but for a third grader that pops up and goes, uh, you know, Mrs. Whatever, Mr. Whatever, I'm feeling these things or whatever. That's what bam, you should be in their support. Okay, that's normal, it's okay, natural, right? But the per the kid's not gonna know not that he could, he or she could bring up that, that I that feeling. Unless yeah, but normalized. that's kind of weird. I think that's kind of weird to just like talk about it in a here's, big group for here's third another, grade. Here's another example. Less How old are third graders? Third grade. Uh, I don't know. What are you third grade? Six? Ten? Eight? Six? Nine? I don't know. Less Eight. of a controversial topic. Eight. Still a controversial topic. She says that her kindergartner, the teacher came in and showed them the Cleveland Indians mascot. 
and organized a class where they were all the kids were asked to write a uh, letter of protest against the Cleveland Indians to change their mascot and their name. Now, I I am okay with wanting to change the Cleveland Indians mascot. Like I feel like whatever, great. If if that's where the world puts their line, fine. This is kindergarten yeah that's they shouldn't be involved in that kind of decision at that age kindergarten what are they four years old five years old that's yeah. nice they shouldn't be <laughs> thrown into politics or anything like that they should be educated on everybody's equal you know it should be kept very simple not hey here's an here's a topic for you that uh mommy and daddy are talking about you know like it should be you know, Elmo is the same as Cookie Monster. You know, it shouldn't be. Well, Frank, now you're going a little you. too far. Hey, they're all we're all Muppets. So then Bill Maher reads from this blog that's been published and has been read in schools. And he says, and I quote, my kids are not ready to be told they're white supremacists. In this blog from Education Post, he read part of it and part of the blog said, quote, there's a killer cop sitting in every school where white children oh learn. God, no, dude. No, no, no. Where Kelly, did this come from? And that's being read where? In schools. It's, it's from this blog called Education. Not all, no, not all schools, but people were passing this around. Or is this like one school where someone was like, you know, let's bring this in and, and show it to people? Or was this like, is this part of the education system? It's part of what some teachers are saying in See, there. You can't generalize. If it's one or two teachers, then it there's a you know, they need to be talked to or something. But if it's every school in an entire state, then maybe there's a problem. But maybe there's a problem a little bit in the atmosphere that is allowing Probably. these teachers. It's like the same thing where it's like you let these kid touching, you know, teachers, you know, if that atmosphere is there, it's just going to continue to permeate. Yeah, it could be one one or two rogue teachers that they're not being watched 24 hours when they're teaching the kids. Maybe they brought it in. You know, who the hell knows who's te what they're teaching? I, I don't I don't know the lesson plan. I don't know what the what the school curriculum is. So then they showed this this chart that was actually in a school. Hang on. Oh, God. This was in one school. And it's not it, like it's the lesson plan for the, for the country, is what I'm saying. It's not the lesson plan for the country, but... Right. This was in a school. Okay. It was the eight white identities. Oh, my God. No. And it basically Just stop. Just gave, stop. gave you a range... <laughs> Can't see what Wait. they say, but we see we see the chart, but can't make out. All right, there's the chart. It goes from white abolitionist, white traitor, white critical, white confessional to white benefit, privilege, voyeurism, and then eventually white supremacist. Ooh, I wonder which one I am. Do you have to take a quiz? I mean, this is the crazy, and and there was at that moment when Bill Maher was like, "I'm, I, you know, he's like, I, you know, let me read you the exact thing." And who was this said. being shown to? 
Phil Maher said again, I'm with you. Of course, we should acknowledge that there is racism in this country and we have a horrible, sorry history. We don't have an exactly horrible, sorry present, certainly as much as it was in the past. That doesn't mean there's not lots of work to do and we should do it. But don't gaslight me. I feel like this is beyond race. I feel like it's a generational thing where so many people want to identify, want their identity wrapped up in being a victim. Like I don't know, enough man. Is enough. I mean, the chart's probably a bad idea. I mean, I don't know who they're showing you think... this to. <laughs> the chart's <laughs> probably a bad idea. It's a bad idea, but you I don't know if they're is? showing it to little kids or they're showing it to high school. Anybody, really. Either way. They should be showing anybody. Discuss... No, it's, if it's... you want to discuss race, you discuss race and say, hey, there are people out there called white supremacists. They're assholes. Here's my point. You know, Here's my point with all this. That's how you teach that. The intention, I feel like the intentions of a lot of these people start out to be really good. And somewhere along the line, the wheels just kind of fall off, but the wagon keeps going. And then you start to land on this crazy shit. That's why there are curriculums and and there's a whole board of education that decides (laughs) this is what you teach people. You start bringing in your own stuff. I agree. You get stuff like that. I agree. People do it, but. I mean, this is ridiculous. I mean, and you're right. in your own methods, like, come on. But you have to teach what the, you know, what's in the curriculum. You can't go in your own, you know, uh, bring in your own Damn. beliefs. What kind of white am I? I want the quiz. I want the quiz. That's it. You're, you're it's this, the I feel like we're in this bizarre kind of thing where I had feel like I would be like, yeah, this isn't right. And we have to make things right. And, you know, we want everybody to be inclusive and welcoming and and you know it's like you know when you say things that make a lot of sense and then somebody just shouts the craziest thing behind you and you're like oh like i'm not with you know like i'm not with them yeah when it it comes to like like sexual identity if they're not learning about if they're not at the age where they're learning about sex then sexual identity has to go along with that right when with them i mean if you're learning about sex sexual identity is probably in that field Right, but who made the decision that this should this should let's experiment and talk and and do an education thing on this for third graders? Sorry, yeah, high I mean, school unless, maybe not. Well, high school probably no. definitely. I would say. You, I mean, once you're in, once you're a teenager and you're going through changes and stuff, I would say you're changes. trying to learn all this stuff. But turn and face the pain. It's that's change. something that should be dealt with on a you know the educational level like the the board of education should yes. decide on that kind agree. of agree can you also acknowledge that people are so crazy and insane that I'll acknowledge that this is the level that they're taking it to like i yeah, want again with everything there are extremes i, I want trans people to be accepted and for it to 100%. become a normalized thing like everything else Exactly. Trans. But I don't gay, think that I would get to a place where I'd be like, hey, I got a good idea, everybody. Listen up. We're going to get these third graders. OK. And we're going to start. <laughs> it's, it's a weird. Who knows when? It's, the right a... it's a weird thing. I mean, tr- trans like gay, you guys just said should be as normal as. Right. Everybody else. And like and it's like, do we have to work on race? Yeah, we do. We do. We have to get to a place. And I think we can get to a yeah. place where as you educate the youth and whatever it comes up, but then that gets turned into here are the eight 
identities Again, of white people, people and supremacist on, is one of them like what well, yeah, how is that in, helping the cause in every story in every news story whatever we're talking about there are going to be people who take things to extremes and do the wrong thing there are those people yeah and this is this is one of them you know I, it's it's not like this is being passed around in every single school yeah. in the country no but you know what every city pretty much that has their own way of teaching but even even if it was just in one school it's just not right well that's why it was either way and singled out yeah i mean cancel I, culture different it'd be different if it was brought up and nobody cared it's just weird it's weird and i feel like i want to and to be fair my crazy's all the way on the left there's crazies <laughs> all the way on the right too i wish we could uh, rain yeah, them both in are. a little bit you know, well, and, that, those are the ones that's that scream the loudest. And those are the ones that are not being heard right now. So that's why all this stuff is is inflammatory, because you got 20,000 on this side and 20,000 on that side, all screaming at each other. Yeah. But, and but those that, of us in the middle are, are like, uh, but these are also but I also don't think that the most extreme people are the ones screaming for a hotel chain, you know, to it's, cancel your not? reservations for the hotel chain because they they hosted a conservative thing oh again God. that's the way to behave when they host the k when the kkk is at the place go well, ahead stream go ahead and, and blow them out they shouldn't be they that's not the kind of business you want to but this we're talking about conservative people half the country crazy. oh my god half the country is conservative they should be able to have their you know whatever the hell they, they do there pacification of america they should be able to do that but i get. i think a lot of it was probably Devil's advocate, probably protesting. Trump was there. Whoa. Protesting Cruz. You're right. Protesting the other guys. So protest know, those these... guys. Don't don't. That's that, the thing. That's that's the Frank. You just you just made. Saying. But you just made my point. Protest those guys. Put your put that anger where it needs to be. Don't take it out on the hotel chain that's running a business. Yeah, I hear you. You know. Hey, did you see that thing uh, about the um, the stage? The way the stage looked? No. So the CPAC stage was constructed in such a way that it looks like, and it really does, the swastika? looks like an old Nazi symbol. Not the swastika. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> not the swastika. Oh, it's not. Wait, they had more than one symbol, those Nazis? Yeah. CPAC stage. Led by people. So the stage design. I'll show you the stage You know what? First. It's like... I'm going to compare it to, so my grandfather's name was Adolf. Oh, my God. Okay. First of all, you have to clear these things with me before you just say them out loud like that. So there's the stage. By the way, hold on, Frank. I just, I didn't know what, I didn't know anything about what Janine just said. Okay. I didn't, I wasn't aware of any of this. What did you just say? Something about Adolf? Well, I was trying to say like, it's like lumping everybody together in one group. My grandfather's name was Adolf. <laughs> now people in the comments are going to put me right into, I mean, you know what? Now I'm regretting everything I just said, because when they, the when they edit this about? together, when the cancel culture people edit this all together, it's just not going to be, it's not going to be. Your grandfather's name is fine. I mean, yeah, Adolf was associated Adolf? with Hitler. I'm going to ask you a question. was not Adolf Hitler. I'm going to ask you no. a question. I want you to answer so, honestly. What are you talking about? Was your grandfather married to Ava Braun? Don't lie to me. 
is your grandfather currently living in Argentina? Um, no, but that's where they went to after something, something. Oh, that's why I said it. That's why my father was born there. In your parents' home, is there a room with china and silverware that guests aren't allowed to go in and see? How'd you know? Okay. Yikes. So anyway. Oh, so the CPAC stage. See what I mean? See what I mean? This Cancel is the CPAC stage. It looks that like looks a like square. a stripper stage. Okay, that so you like see that? Like the diamond shape and then the two things on each side? Yeah. At the top? Okay. Yeah. So there is a Nazi symbol that looks exactly like this stage. <laughs> oh and everybody's God. pointing it out. I'm not Reaching. saying it's related. I'm just saying it's the exact same symbol. Reaching. There's a um, reaching. It's the exact same symbol. No. Do you guys watch Succession? That one. No. Uh, That's on my list. Just say it's the exact symbol. Is it a good show? Oh, I'm obsessed with Succession. I can't say it. No, haven't seen it. So it's about this company, this uh, family that owns this company. It's kind of like the Murdochs. They they own like this Fox News type thing. And in one of the episodes, one of the one of the reporters or anchor people gets uh, is being accused of being a white supremacist. And so there's all these, there's all these like little examples. And so like, there's all these rumors going around. And one of them is that the dog's name was the same name as Hitler's dog's name, which I think is Blondie or something. Oh, so they send the schmucky guy in from the family to go ask, like just, just make sure that this is all crazy, ridiculous, that these are just rumors. So he's in there and he's like, this is silly, but, you know, human resources, I have to ask you these questions. And so he's going through all the questions. He goes, and and th- you named your dog after Hitler's dog. That's, you know, he's like, he's like, yeah, that, you know, that's just, you know, he's like, he's like, well, they have the same name, but different spelling. And he's like, the guy's like, oh, shit. He's like, oh. So he's all started to lock in. So he's all started like, yeah. Oops. <laughs> and it reminded me of that thing where you're kind of like, that's so ridiculous. But then when you put like two or three other things next to it, you're like, oh, shit. This guy's <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Just quite saying, you want to throw some conspiracy theories out there, we'll throw them out there. Yeah, there you oh, go. The, there's a Nazi symbol on the Steepak stage. That's all, all right. I'm saying. Janine, before we get to Cuomo sausage, you have to, oh. you have to wrap up Grandpa Adolf. I didn't know that your grandfather's name was Adolf. You really didn't know that? No. How, why would no. I know that? I barely What's knew what your... His initials name? were A-H, too, but... Oh, my God. That's right, because oh, yeah. your last weird. name. Um, No, he... German. Met my grandmother, who was um, Ukrainian. Mm-hmm. They got together. They went to Argentina. Mm. They had Did they really go boys. to Argentina? <laughs> Yeah, that was a guess. That was a total educated guess on my part. I didn't know I was um, right. They stayed there for twelve years, and then they came to the U.S. of A. Um, you know when you 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 know when you have you can see yourself reading off a press release in a couple of days. That's that's the one I'm getting right now. It's gonna be this <laughs> frozen image of the three of us. It's like, <laughs> and it's gonna be like Nazi. Descendants. <laughs> no, I'm not calling your par- grandparent a Nazi. It was a joke. But that's a crazy ass coincidence, though. Adolf, and he moved to Argentina. Yeah. And he was he lived in Germany. 
Um, actually, no. You know what? I think he lived in Belarus. There you go. All right. Way to That's pivot. Another part of Russia. Way to pivot at the last minute, there, Janine. Yeah, right. Oh uh, no, no, definitely not. <laughs> All right, actually, let's talk. His name was. Let's so what you're about... saying is, who would win it in a game of Risk out of the three of us? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about Cuomo sausage. Um, oh, my favorite. Oh, I cannot boy. wait for this. I haven't seen the video, but I know video exists. I saw it. I watched it like five times. All right. Now, be honest, Janine. So here's a video. This is a video that the, well, the Post wrote a huge story today. Cuomo accused of pressuring female reporter to, quote, eat the whole sausage, end quote, <laughs> in creepy video. Again, before we see this video, could it have been, again, devil's advocate, that she didn't finish her food? And I want you to see. Uh, I mean, she had food, food, but obviously. I understand. I understand the implication. I'm just saying, devil's advocate. Could it have been, hey, I want to see you, like if it were a hamburger, hey, I want to see you finish that whole hamburger. Just because it happened to be a sausage? No, this is going to be creepy. Okay, great. I mean, Wonderful. I don't think it's creepy. I think it's hysterical. I don't think it's creepy right. at all. I got to say, I watched it. I didn't find it to be creepy at all. I, I just found it to I be. Think it's a, I think it's a, a joke. And you know what? If someone. Okay, I'll, I'll say this. Every time that I, I ate a banana at work, I ate the whole thing in one shot. What? <laughs> <laughs> There's another meeting. There's another three-hour <laughs> HR meeting. Janine, no, we're gonna have I, to ask you not to bring in any more bananas. Where, where was your as you were holding the banana? Where was your other hand? Was it where you? Because I've seen Janine do this move before. All right, this is where I sign <laughs> off. I'll see you. Um, I, I, I'll, I'm not even. I'm really not lying. I'm really not like making a joke out of this. Mm-hmm. You don't know what kind of banter him and her had. Well, according to her, it wasn't right. But according good. to her, I mean, well, it's two sides. But that's the whole who thing. Is, who else is? You know, you got to have witnesses that were there too. Come forward and be like, "Well, they talk like this all the time." All right, well, we have and the video. Nobody cared. We have the video. Ready? All right. Let's see. <laughs> nope. So he just motioned over to an assistant to go okay. get go get this girl a sausage. But he said, will you eat the whole sausage? The conversation had already started. Now, here's a clip of her. That doesn't sound. I think how this happened, how this started was she was filming him yes. eating. This looks like an episode of like Real House. This like is quality video. You very rarely get this kind of quality video and this kind of energy. Oh, a reality she, show. She just got it. See, she's still holding up her phone. I don't know if I should eat the whole sausage in front of you, but I'm definitely going to eat it. <laughs> she said that. Oh. <laughs> you know where we're going, you know, the county executive? I do. Now you're going to know me in a whole room. 
my daughter, Michaela. Hello. His daughter's right there, too. His daughter's right there. What did he say? As soon I mean, as, yeah. right. I mean, I think, I honestly think it's playful banter. That didn't even sound sexual. None of that sounded sexual. Well, she kind of said, I can't eat a whole sausage. She in said. She I know, but that's the whole bad. thing. That's the whole thing. This that's what I mean. Now she's, turn, she's turning it into something. This seems like it was blown out of proportion. And it seems like she kind of threw a, a, a um, what's it called in there? Like a, a little gas on the fire with that. I don't know if I should eat it in front of you. She didn't have to say that. If someone told me, I want for you to eat the whole sausage at work, I would 150% not get offended. I would think it's funny. Right, but it, it's also how they say it. He didn't say it in a weird way. He just said, right. I want you to eat the whole sandwich or the whole sausage. I want you to eat the whole sausage. No. It didn't sound, he wasn't like, I want you to eat the whole sausage. I want you to eat it right in front of me. There was no <laughs> maybe, maybe he did say and it his daughter like was that. But even right if he did, to him. Even if he did say it like that, like that's a joke. Yeah, that's a joke that you could make, Janine. A politician can't make that joke today. Maybe not, but she but right. joked first, it seemed. It's, so it seems to me that they've Maybe had I'm wrong. this kind of banter. And that's Maybe why she could say that yeah. in front of him. Maybe I didn't hear it right or something, but it sounded like he just said, yeah, we want to get you a sandwich. You'll eat the whole sausage. I want you to eat the whole thing. Maybe because it's a big sandwich. But it didn't seem sexual. It didn't sound sexual. It, it didn't. No, here, here's... Uh, right. Here's my take on this. This, by the way, it, the optics of this are bad. That's the worst oh, yeah. part about in the current, it. In his current situation, this looks bad. Yeah. And as an isolated thing, this doesn't this just doesn't seem sexual at all. And, and I'm also, the first to be like, believe the victim. I get it. Yeah. But this doesn't seem this seems kind of innocent. I don't want people to think I'm I'm defending him because I know he's well on his way to being canceled. He's so oh, canceled. Absolutely. It's not if, even yeah. If he did wrong if he did anything wrong with a woman or anybody. Totally, he gets. It doesn't even matter if he did it or not. He's canceled. His fate has been sealed. It's over. Either way, but just looking at this one incident, it just doesn't. Didn't seem sexual to me. Just seeing it like that. No, it didn't. And I think it really comes from the fact that she was filming him while he was eating, and he was like, "Are you gonna film me eating this whole sausage?" And he's like, "You know, you should have to eat the whole sausage." That kind of thing. I don't think it was sexual at all. But it didn't and seem his, like it. And his daughters and everything else. But I will say he invites her to sit down. She sits down and starts eating. And then they they she stays there. Like, I, I don't have a problem saying it, him saying it. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. But the fact that he invites her to sit down right next to him, sit down next to Papa Cuomo over here. And he didn't say sit down next to Papa Cuomo. First. Well, I mean, he he basically did. No. <laughs> Look at this guy's face. I just happened to pause on this frame. You're telling me that guy doesn't call himself Papa Cuomo? Come on, Frank. He yeah, might. You know that. But in front of his daughter and while he's being filmed, who knows? But it's weird, though, because they proceed to, she proceeds to stay there. That's what I mean. That's why I think. It didn't seem. It's uh, playful. Maybe, it's playful. Maybe she made it out of nervousness. She made that joke. Maybe she was, you know, not, you know, she, you know. He's barely even looking at her. Yeah. No, it's very like, fun. It's very fun and playful. But if that's me, if I'm him, I'd be like, you don't have to sit here. You can get up and go back to doing what you were. Was there an empty seat? There was an empty seat. Maybe that's why. You know, sit down and eat. Italians I, like to offer people food all the time. 
I especially think their sausage. <laughs> I think it's weird sausage. that that he invite. I think the weirder part is that he invites her to sit down. Oh, you think yeah, so? Maybe, Finn? but yeah. No, you know, if that's where the empty seat is, who the hell? If somebody's well, if somebody's know. filming you eating and you go, what? How would you like it if I filmed or if I invited everybody to watch you eat this whole oh, a whole awkward. sausage? And then you do the whole bit and you go get her a sausage. And it's like, take a bite. Ha ha ha. Funny. All right. Thanks so much. All right. You got it now. Okay, great. Go ahead on your merry little way. Not come sit down next to me while yeah, you eat. Yeah, while yeah, I maybe. watch I you. Know. I could be totally wrong. I mean, I don't know. I don't like him. And I don't think this is bad. But also, this is coming from someone who had a pretty thick skin. That, I guess. Thank you. And also a deep throat pickle contest with the gay guy at work. At work. At work. That another three and it was hour quite meeting? hysterical. Explain quite this to hysterical. me. Governor Cuomo had a deep pickle. No, no. <laughs> you lost me. What happened? I'm saying I don't think he did anything wrong. Right. I think like it's playful, but also this is coming from Oh, you had the someone, deep throat pickle. Yes. Yeah, and right. it was just, it was hysterical. I have videos of it. I see. I took a video too. <laughs> but um, that video exists. I, I don't know. Oh, I just don't. I just don't think that it was as bad as the headline made it seem. Right. On the day that it came out, like this is. By the way, right. this is a four-year-old video. <laughs> didn't, like exactly. it didn't seem. It doesn't matter when it happened. It, it just didn't seem like a sexual thing to me maybe i'm wrong. didn't seem rapey right it didn't you know maybe no. i'm wrong maybe there was other there incidents that led to this i don't know the whole situation but this isolated clip to my opinion again i could be wrong i could have missed something i could have misheard it just didn't seem all no. too bad yeah and and i used to always make jokes and other people used to make jokes when i used to eat a banana at work so i get yeah but it's different when you're the boss you can't really do that kind of stuff with your, the people underneath. Yeah, you. my boss used to do it to me because okay. I used to sit right outside his office with a window and I would turn my head and eat the banana because I didn't want him to see me because there would be deaf comments. So. You, did you work in like the 40s? <laughs> where, where the hell did you work? <laughs> when did you work? Good Lord. Don Draper was her boss, actually. Right? But that's the part <laughs> she's God, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> Frank got so excited. Yeah. Oh, I forgot. You're obsessed with John Hamm. Oh my God. Just like, please. I mean, is that on. every woman? Ten years ago, I got a text message from Janine, <laughs> and I'm like, "What is this?" She's like, "Look at John Hamm." It was a picture of John Hamm. Gray sweatpants. Wearing sweatpants, and you being able to see the outline of his uh, third leg. But not <laughs> of his sausage. <laughs> of his Cuomo sausage. John's ham. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. That's actually what I called it. <laughs> I'm sure that's what he calls it. Yeah. All right. Uh, but but it's funny because you you read the you read the New York Post and they act like he was like it's like true. salivating they, at the mouth yeah. and like the, the wolf with the that sausage? Is that sausage? But it doesn't even matter because he is done. It's can't. He doesn't look good. Yeah. Well, I, I think that's why. He's over. 
It doesn't Again, I'm not matter. defending what he what he's done or what he's been doing, but this this video just doesn't seem sexual to me. And this goes Again, back this goes back to my point of cancel culture. Now, in this particular instance, it's not the left, it's the right doing this because it's the post and they're going after a guy on the left. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't even have to be accurate anymore. Just put the headline out. There's a video of him and the girl. 90% of people probably won't even do the due diligence to look at the video like we did. They'll just read the headline and go, oh, see that piece of shit? I knew it. He probably eats kids too. And that, and they'll just move on with their day. And Yeah, and you know, it's funny. Like, I, what is that? Me and my friend talking about this. The one who in the sword swallowing contest that I had. And he asked me a weird question. He said, would you do Cuomo? Oh, okay. Is that a weird question? I feel like people ask it, you that all the time. It's weird because I don't like him. Okay. But your but my answer would probably surprise you. I don't think it would. Do tell. I would. Doesn't surprise because, me. <laughs> I'm surprised. I didn't think she would. Because I don't I don't like him at all. But the, it's like but, a hate, hate bang. There you go. It's a hate bang. Yeah, I'm sure it would torture him miserably. But there has to be some <laughs> level of of of, uh, of uh, attraction. You got you got to acknowledge he's a good looking guy to do the hate. Oh, bag. I would I would say he is, but above all things, I have to know if he has those nipple rings. <laughs> that's the only reason. That's the reason you should that could happen. That's yeah. the real reason. But right. That's a good. That's a good reason to do it. If for and no he, other reason. So he's like, you, he said, you would. And I was like, yeah, but only for a hate bank. Only only because I don't like him. Just because you got to know Sorry. about those damn nipples. That's that's I really what it comes down. Let me tell you Such something. a weird thing. That is, people will say, why do you have that blonde on your show? And that's the reason why. Because <laughs> Janine has a dedication to her craft. And you might be thinking, her craft is finding out if governors have nipple rings. No. Yeah. But she is dedicated. She gets her mindset on something and she will see it all the way through. And you got to respect that. Tunnel vision. Is he on your top 10? Okay. No, no. That's why I said. I don't I don't like him. But I would just I don't do understand that. hate bang. Because I, mean, I don't get I wouldn't hate bang. You any- know why? Because you're too nice. <laughs> You would never hate big someone because you don't hate anyone. Hate's a strong word. Um, imagine. I, mean, uh, um, okay. I don't like Zoe Deschanel. I'd probably hate Banger. There you go. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> imagine a 10. What's your dream girl? And she's sitting there and she's chewing like that. Oh, oh God. No. See, that's a fork to the forehead. But you would hate Banger. You'd hate if she was like, if you want to stop me, come over here and give me that Cuomo sausage. You'd give her the Cuomo sausage. That's difficult. It's a turnoff. That takes you from a 10 down to like a seven. All right. Speaking of 10s and sevens, uh, let's find out who won the Golden Globes out of the three of us. Don't forget this episode brought to you by our good pals over at Hero Soap Company. Proud sponsors. Buy a bar soap. They send a bar over to the troops. They are the best. 20% off your subscription. Promo code Anthony Frankie C. May I have the envelope, yes, please? And the winners. Can you start with who lost no, the we, most? Was there a winner? So it's it. There were eight categories that we did. Okay. Now, was there a tie? Don't say who won yet. Don't say who won yet. But was there a winner? Was there a loser? Was there a tie? 
there was a clear loser. <laughs> and a tie. And a tie for winner? Shit. So, okay. So the scores, I'll hold, go from Janine to me to you. No, no, no. Hold on. So you'll know, you won't know who tied or, or, won, or lost till the end. Okay. Because I was going to ask Janine, because you already know. Who do you want to know, Janine? Do you want to know who the loser is or who the... Could be either I one of know us. Who the... There was one yeah, loser. And two I see. Words. If you name the first two scores, we're only going to know by the third score, is what you're saying. It does, no, because I, I just said there's one loser and two winners. So once you get the higher score, you'll right. know that the other person got the higher you score. You screwed too. this up. Yep. Oh, God. Nobody's going <laughs> to ask you to host Jeopardy all right, anytime so, soon. All right. I'll tell you what I got and then who got what after that. Okay. Go ahead. Ooh. What did you get? I got a two out of eight. <laughs> what? <laughs> I got two out of eight correct. But your wife is obsessed with the Golden Globes. She's obsessed with the Oscars. Uh, Oscars. Oh, no. A two out of eight, which means that if, you, you, if you're not one of the winners. One of you got Wait a minute. What? What? You won? No, no. One, no, no, no. I could be either the loser with two and both of you got higher than me. Right. Or I'm a winner. And one, one of us matched you, and the that. other one only got one right or none right. Right. <laughs> did the loser? So I could be the loser. <laughs> All right. Or what I did could be one of the two winners? What did? Who do you want to know, Janine? Your score or my score? I want to know my score. Okay, go ahead. Okay, Janine. One. <laughs> one out of eight. <laughs> Anthony, funny. a two out of eight. So wow. we tied, wow. you lost. I looked at the categories after that night, and I was like, "Why did a lot I of weird categories pick? Why did I pick those people? Because they're not going to win." And of course, who who I thought would win but didn't say it that night won. That's who won. The only one you got right was best TV series. You got Shit's Creek. Yeah. What were the? Did, t- did we get the exact same two right, or did we get different ones right? Different ones. You got also. You picked Shit's Creek. Nice. That's so. That's one that you got right. I got. The next one was actress TV series and a limited thing. I said Anya. I don't remember her last name. Wait, I said Queen's Gambit. Mm, not wait. In what? In like the short series. Oh Jesus! Mike Lindell's calling. No, 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 He's no, got no. a problem with this. Different categories. Recount, recount. No, best TV series, not limited series. We oh, I know, TV but show. I. Okay. With like many. We didn't seasons. pick that one. We did. We didn't do limited TV uh, series. No. Well, then I would have tied. Uh, I got the actress Anya. I don't remember the last name. For TV From where? series. Uh, let me see. Oh wait a minute. Did I get this right? Oh, oh Jesus. Shit. Hold on. I think I may have misscored here. Hold oh, on. Oh, my God. One. Oh, no, I got it right. Got it. Never mind. I fucking okay, I'm sorry. One. So here's, here's, I'm sorry. Let me just say it over again. The scores are the same. Scores are right. Uh, but, Anthony, you got Shit's Creek right, and I got Shit's Creek right. You said whatever F.A. stands for in TV series. I don't remember. Oh. I don't know. Whatever the hell that was. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. You lost. 
then actress Janine, you got it right. Anya something or other. We both said Shira Haas. Anya, the one from Queen's Gambit. She won. So I got two right? No. I got Shit's Creek. Anthony got Shit's Creek. (laughs) You got Anya. That's the only one you got right. I didn't pick Shit's Creek. You did not. You picked whatever F.A. means. Flight attendant. Oh. You picked flight attendant. What was I drinking that night? Holy crap. We are terrible. Two for eight? That's what I mean. I would have picked Shit's Creek. And then the only other thing. Then we got a bunch wrong. And the only other thing Anthony and I got right, we got the same one right again. Best movie, comedy, or musical. Borat. Borat. Yeah. Didn't you I pick You said that one too? Hamilton. Oh. Unless I missed, unless I screwed uh, this up. It feels like you screwed this up massively. I feel no, like I, I, I said Borat. Yeah, because I, I thought I said Hamilton. You didn't. You said Borat. I said Borat. I wrote them all down. Go to the tapes, we Johnny. It. We can go to the videotape, but I'm, I wrote them down as we went. We were going pretty fast. So I was writing pretty fast, but I think I got it. <laughs> All right. Well, see, Frank, you could have made the bet then, and you would have been safe from having to wear the Trump hat. I am proud of where I stood on that one. Oh, God. <laughs> I, I, what were we going to make Janine do? We were going to make Smell her vomit? Smell vomit. Ugh. Again, that's a tough one to come by. Yeah, I can't do that now. But we could... Buy a vomit spray. We could do a le- no. I was gonna say we could do a legitimate pick 'em for the Oscars. Yeah, that's true. We could. When is that coming? No March? idea. Uh, Aprilish. I think the. Uh, I don't think the um, nominees are out yet. They used to all be right around this time. But this was award season, yeah, but everything got moved because of COVID. When the hell? God, I hope that out. one's in person because, like, really, home is a drag. Did you watch the Golden Globes? Yeah. Uh, I tried you? to watch a little bit. So the Oscars are Sunday, April 25th. Okay. Okay, we could do that. Oh, wow, that's late. I watched uh, I watched the beginning. It's stunk. And I'm not one of these people who it's, says that about award bad. shows. It's hard. It was bad. Uh, I thought <laughs> Tina Fey and her, they were okay. The one bit where she did the reach into the other box thing was kind of fun for a minute. Yeah. But outside of that, it, there, and by the way, how many jokes and references to the lack of diversity amongst the Hollywood foreign press? This is what pisses me off. Like, awkward. Enough, we Cancel get it. Them. By the way, say it once. And then also, I feel like it was last year when they acknowledged that there wasn't enough. And then they had to come out with a statement that's like, believe me, we're working on it. We're going to get there one day. <laughs> what? You had a year. You couldn't hire more in a year. You couldn't diversify yourself in a year, a year of COVID. There was nothing going on. You couldn't hop on a couple of Zoom calls and hire some people. It's such bullshit. It was really the whole thing was such like a look. Agreed. They were like, really, seriously, we promise that we'll be. But first of all, nobody gives a shit. Okay, for the most part, we don't care who's in your thing, like acting like stay with us we shut up like we we get you know and then it's also like again you had all this time to hire whomever you wanted and you couldn't get i don't it. even know how many people are involved in in the hollywood foreign press who, nobody knows nobody honestly who knows who are these people yeah we don't know who these people are frank but they're white that's the one thing that we that's do a, know the one thing we but know. what what level of white are you talking ah. about let me just give some Have advice. Them take the quiz. That's that's funny. Let me give some advice to the Hollywood foreign press people. 
when you're interviewing somebody to be a part of your organization, ask if their grandfather's name was Adolf. Because you don't want that accidentally coming out. What makes them the Hollywood foreign press? Is it a, should it be the Hollywood press? No, it's like every it's Hollywood slash foreign. No, it's every foreign news outlet organization. No, it's, all, it's the world's that, that covers. Got it. Hollywood and the U.S. film industry. So that's not diverse. Well, all the different countries. Yeah. Right. I don't know. I don't know who makes it up. I don't know. No idea. I don't know how it works. You know, Maybe. I don't know if they're going to fire the Italian guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, they are. I don't know. I don't know. Is the Russian no. guy got to go? He can't represent Russia anymore. I, I'm not sure how it I all works. Know. Frank. I don't know who the, who these people are. How they become the Hollywood Foreign Press. How they get to be the ones that decide who wins yeah. what. All no I know idea. is it's like that, so dumb, right? Like, who are you? All I know is that by joke four, I was like, this wasn't funny at joke two. So give it up already. You know what pissed me off about? Um, I think it was last year, Tina Fey and uh, Amy Poehler's thing. They they hosted. I think they did the same. It was the Golden Globes or something, and it made they instantly made me feel older because that of that Billie Eilish moment where they came. No, it wasn't Amy Poehler. It was um, it was what's her name, Tina Fey and uh, I forget her name. The one from Maya Rudolph. Uh, Maya Rudolph. Yeah, they came out and did some shtick, and they cut to a shot of Billie Eilish in, in the uh, in the audience, mm-hmm. and she was like, "What is this?" Like she didn't understand it because she's a kid, mm-hmm. and then it just instantly made me feel like because I was laughing at it, and I was like, "This is funny." That made and you feel they, old. Yeah, because then they like, cut to no. they cut to you know a, whatever a teenager, and she's like, "This is lame." That feels like misdirected. Like, yeah, oh, that feels like misdirected anger. You should be mad at your face for that, not. I'm constantly mad at my face, so stop. Like, my face has taken enough abuse. Give me a break. All right, we'll leave it there on Frank's face. Don't leave it on That's my face. That's what she said. <laughs> Damn it. That's what he said. That's what we Damn. all said. Inclusive. Anthonyonair.com has all the links and information. By the way, Frank likes it when we all leave it on his face. Just saying. He does. You disagree? I can't argue with that. Leave it on my face. <laughs> uh, Anthony, animal baby. Anthony on air.com for all the links and info on how to uh, follow the show, get in touch with it, and uh, 